I was reading that beautiful blue book that y'all gave me, which was the sweetest thing that's ever, I guess, gift I've ever had besides the Holy Ghost and my beautiful wife and kids. It was that beautiful blue book. And one of the, one of the testimonies reminded me of when we started. Uh, I, would, <laughs> I would hit this side of the pulpit. And I said, when I hit this side, you say Amen. So, and so, I'd say when I hit this side, you say the devil's a liar. And I didn't have to hit the pulpit for very long till everybody just got a hold of it. And now, preachers from all over the world, they'll say the one of the funnest places to preach is in Hot Springs, Arkansas. He said them people know how to get with you. I just, yeah, they do. God's wonderful people. Amen. You know, amen is your agreement to the word of God. He said, let it be so. When the word of God is preached, if you don't, amen, that means you don't agree with it. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. I'm, I'm pumping y'all up right now. Don't forget what we talked about already. Deuteronomy 30 and 15. See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away. Could I say it like this? Rocked to sleep. And worship other gods, little g, little gods, ones that you make into gods, and serve them. He said, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, everybody say, choose life, my Lord. Haven't we chose the wrong things enough? (laughs) Wouldn't it be a good day to just say from here on out, I'm going to choose life. That both thou and thy seed may live. Your children are going to be affected by what you pick. That both thou and thy seed may live. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God. And that thou mayest obey his voice. And that thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life. And the length of thy days. That thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers. To Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. To give the... I think God wants to bless his people. I said I believe God's desire is to bless the people of God. Come on, somebody praise him right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, I feel victory in the house. I said I feel victory in the house. I feel blessings in the house. I feel the anointing of God. Hallelujah, somebody shout, the devil's a liar. I'm going over. I'm not.
I'm blessed every way I turn. These blessings have overtaken me. Come on, let's love him right now. Hallelujah. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Now I want you to help me preach. I want you to help me preach. Gain it all or lose it all. It's my choice. I can gain everything in this world or I can lose everything and it's going to end up being my decision. It won't be anybody else to blame. Amen. Hallelujah. One more time. Clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. Appreciate the, the graphics, people. Me and Brother Daniel and Sister Lila work on those. And Amen. I appreciate that. And sometimes I confuse them. Amen. <laughs> amen. But God knows my heart. Praise God. Just come to me today while I was praying. We have so much to gain. think about living for God there are so many opportunities amen there are so many ministries there are so many anointings there are so many blessings there are so many doors that God wants to open amen there's just there's so many treasures that are hidden in a field Amen. There's so many gifts of the Spirit that God wants to give out. Uh, Amen. There's so many healings that God wants to do. Uh, Amen. There's financial blessings that God wants to give to people. Man, when you read this Bible, uh, uh, there's always, you can always see the desire of God is to bless people. Of course, you could almost preach that you could limit God sometimes, uh, amen, but I, I, I don't want to get the limit off of him, and, amen, and I, I want to get a hold of what I need to get a hold of, and amen, I want to put the blinders on in my life and quit comparing myself among other people. Come on, we're in a race where you need to put the blinders on uh, Quit worrying about everybody else that's running. How slow, how fast, what they're doing, how they're doing it, what they're looking at. Just put your blindness on and say, hey, I made up my mind one day. Uh, I'm going to finish this race uh, no matter what comes my way. Uh, Come on, I'm going to preach to you. Amen. There's so so many wonderful things that God uh, has in store for people. Uh, I, I just, I don't know, when I was a kid I thought, um, man, when I grow up I wonder what I'm going to be like. You ever, did y'all ever think like that? I wonder if, um, what, what type of person, I wonder who I'm going to marry, I wonder what she's going to be like and and then when I got K-5, I found her. And uh, I thought, man, that girl is so pretty. And uh, I, no, she was in K-5. I was in first grade. Amen. I, I had it figured out early. But I, I just I always thought, I wonder, you, you always, you look at your parents and you look at your uncles and your aunts and other people in town and your friends' parents and you always just think, I wonder what my life will end up being like. Amen. And uh, I was praying today, and I, I just felt the Lord begin to impress some things on my spirit. Amen. 
It's up to me. I don't have to wonder what it's going to be like. <laughs> you don't have to sit there and ponder. I wonder what, what it'll end up being like because the truth is we can gain it all or we can lose it all. And it'll be our, our choice what we do. And I'm not planning on losing anything. I'm going to be like David. If I see one little lamb in the mouth of the lion, I'm going to go grab it. Hey, I think we let go of way too many things that God has for us. I think we give up on too many dreams that God intended for us. Too many blessings that God wants to give us because the journey gets long sometimes. Sometimes we beat ourselves up and sometimes condemnation gets on us and sometimes we just ain't got the faith to believe God will do what we already know he said he would do. Amen. But I come to shake some things up in this house tonight. You got a lot you can gain in your life. Nobody has apprehended to this point. Nobody has arrived at this point. I'm telling you, God has so many things. I began to imagine today two scenarios, and two options. And I, it's like I was sitting there. I could see a guy sitting at a table in front of two boxes. One of the boxes, it was life. And it was a good box. The Bible said it was life and good. Then the Bible also says that there was another option. It was death and it was evil. And the beautiful thing that came to me today was the great shepherd. Amen. He's not a communist ruler. The great shepherd. uh, hey, Hey, don't try to make me make people do stuff. I get so tired of people, well, not anymore, but maybe back in the day, people say, you need to make them do something. (laughs) I'm not here to make anybody do anything. The great shepherd, you know what he does? He's an option giver. Who wants somebody to love them that's being made to love them? My God is an option giver. Uh, He ain't going to make anybody serve him. Uh, He's not going to make anybody love him uh, or worship him. Uh, He's going to set it before you. I get tired of hearing people say, well, you have to do that. You don't have to do anything. It's set before you get to pick what you're going to do. You get to pick if you're going to choose life or you're going to choose death. And the Bible says, why don't you just go ahead and choose life? Praise God. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost going to back me up in this place. Hallelujah. And I got license plates on my truck that say, choose life. And pay $25 a year, I think. I don't know, maybe more. It's kind of expensive last time. For this little license plate that says, choose life. Praise God. I think God likes those license plates. I mean, they got all of them, you know, God we trust and all that stuff. But there's just something about God that looks out for little people. And he loves people that look out for little people. He loves people who don't stomp on little people. Uh, He loves people that don't take advantage of little people. Uh, Don't abuse little people. Uh, Hey. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say it's my choice. I get to choose what I want to do. He said I set life and good before you. Or I said evil and death before you, and you get to pick. 
It's your choice what kind of life you want to live. Woo, hallelujah. Praise God. Boy, this is good preaching right here. Everybody say, it's my choice. It's my choice what I'm going to pick. Do I want to be in depression? Do I want to be bound? Do I want to be in the molly grubs? Do I want to be addicted to the world? Do I want to be addicted to pornography on the internet? Do I want to be addicted to drugs and alcohol and everything this world's got to offer? Or, 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 do I want to get a hold of this life? This life. Hey, somebody ought to praise him right now. You ought to thank him you got a choice today. You ought to thank him he didn't judge you before the time. Man, you get to pick. Everybody say, I get to pick. I get to pick which box I want. The confusing thing is, though, you don't get to pick what's in the box. Praise God. He's running out all ago. You get to pick which box, but you don't get to pick what's in that box. You don't get to change the commandments that make that box. You don't get to change the standard that makes that box. You don't get to mess around with the word that brings life. You pick which one you want. And when you pick it. Well, take this whole world, but give me some more Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, these boxes are determined already. You can't change them. You can pick which one you want, but you can't change the box. One of them leads to life and what's good. and The other leads to death and evil and losing everything that's valuable to you. And so by your choice of boxes, you get what's inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why when people fall down and they begin to mess around with things they shouldn't be, it's like they're like walking dead men. You're like, what's wrong with you? Man, you got a hold of the wrong thing. Amen. Praise God. I believe every body in this world wants life. I believe everybody wants to live a good life. Amen. But the challenge is, is to get them to pick it and to do what it takes to live it. Having the joy of the Lord is not magic. Having peace that passeth all understanding is not just happenstance. There's something inside of there. There's commandments of God you've got to go by. There's things you've got to line up to. There's paths you've got to get on. And there's paths you've got to get off of. Amen. There's things you got to start doing, uh, and there's things you got to quit doing. Uh. Amen. If you want to live the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, I said it before you. It's your choice. But I'm commanding you this day. This is what you're going to have to do if you want life. You're going to have to love the Lord thy God. 
Praise God. You got to love the Lord thy God. You know what this Bible said? If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. You know what it means? You can't love God and love the world. You can't love God and love rock and roll music at the same time. You can't love God and love the filth of this world. You can't love God and dabble around in things that God hates. You don't love God if you can't get out of immorality. He said if you love him, you won't love that. Man, it's set before you. He said, I want you to walk in my ways. Hallelujah. Walking in the ways of the Lord. You know what that's referring to? I'm living my life just like Jesus would be doing if he was walking around. Well, praise God. I'm kind of quiet and tight and bright. Amen. Walking in his ways. And, it, and then it said, and you got to keep his commandments. Hallelujah. Keep his, you know, a commandment is in order. You look up the Hebrew word for commandment. It could have been from straight from God or it could have been from God's man given an order. It's really getting quiet now. He said, keep his commandments and his statutes. The statutes were like the, the ordinances. They were the laws that were established and set. They were the boundaries. Amen. If you're going to love God, you're going to live this life. Amen. You, you can't be pushing on God's boundaries all the time. Man, the people that are always pushing against the boundaries, they're the ones that end up in trouble. Well, hallelujah. I have a wise pastor, and this is what he always taught me. Uh, if this is the boundary, don't put your toes on the edge of it. Don't live on the edge of destruction. Don't live on the edge of divorce. Don't live on the edge of temptation. Uh, he said, if that's the boundary, go ahead and back way on up. Uh, just in case you fall, uh, you're not utterly cast down. Uh, you got to fall in love with the statutes and the judgments of God. Hallelujah. And, and, and if you do this, he said, thou mayest live and multiply. Amen. In this box of life and good, there's a requirement that you have to have a willing and an obedient spirit. Woo, hallelujah. Praise God. To live in life, what God calls life. You have to have a willing and an obedient spirit. A spirit that'll walk according to the ways of God. That'll walk in his statutes. A spirit that will say, not my will, but thy will be done. A spirit that says, God, whatever you want is what I want. A spirit that says, whatever this book says, I'll do it. If it says do it, I'm doing it. Don't do it, I'm not doing it. A willing spirit. Amen. Anybody would want life. But in this box of good and life, I wanna, uh, this, this is what I'm going to preach about. Your biggest struggle to stay in that box will become will be making your flesh become obedient. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, praise God. 
Praise God. Just making sure. Hallelujah. Always said I can cast the devil out of anybody. Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. But I cannot cast the flesh out of anybody. I'm not worried about the devil. I've told him to get lost many times. I've given him eviction notices. Amen. But I have never one time. You know, and stay above the law. (laughs) Help somebody get rid of their flesh. Because the flesh is ever before us. Oh, Uncle... Oh, no, Grandpa Adam, that's what his name was. Grandpa Adam fell into sin by one man. Well, if I could just talk to that guy. Sin passed to all men. By one man, death passed to all men. What is the Bible saying? By one man, now all of us were born with a sin nature. Amen. That means we were born with a flesh and there's not one flesh that wants to submit to the things of God. Praise God. There's not one flesh that wants to obey the word of God. The flesh don't even want a boss in this world. The flesh don't want to listen to anybody anywhere. Nobody's flesh wants to be told what to do. If you say you do, you're probably lying through your flesh. Because <laughs> there's not a flesh that wants to surrender. Oh, I can't help it. That's just how I was raised. Man, I heard this message, not this one, but ones like it a million times. And this is what my wonderful pastor would say. You got to learn how to take your flesh by the nap of the neck and say, flesh, you're not going to send me to hell. He said, give it a jerk like this. I ain't figured out how to do that yet. The flesh don't want to go to the house of God and pray. But flesh, you're going to pray. The flesh don't even like to do algebra. Praise God. The flesh don't like to learn English and diagram sentences. Hallelujah. The flesh don't want a boss. The flesh don't want to line up to anything. It's unruly. The flesh... Wants to do exactly what feels good. So in the world they say if it feels good do it. And I say whatever your flesh wants to do. Do just the opposite. There ought to be a point. In your life. Where some maturity comes to you. When you. Does anybody want to be a mature Christian? I hope this is all right for a Wednesday night Bible study. When I, man, when I was a boy, I, I, I wanted chicken nuggets and stuff like that. Uh, and they weren't even made out of chicken. But I wanted them because they taste good. Or I liked them or whatever. And it was ice cream. And it was all the stuff. But then as I got a little older and went to the doctor a few times. And, uh, and they keep saying, you're going to have to change some stuff. And it's like all of a sudden I've, I, I like different stuff. It's like I've grown up as a person. I mean... This would have grossed me out years ago. Yesterday I had a piece of bread. 
And I poured all these spices and a whole bunch of olive oil in a deal. And I took the bread and I put it in there until it was completely dripping. And I thought, that's good. And I don't know if it's because it tastes good or I know it's just good for me. But when you grow up, I said, when you grow up, you quit doing what feels good and what tastes good. And you start doing what's good for you and what'll what'll give you life and what'll carry you on. Boy, I feel like I feel like preaching to this church a little while. Hey Amen. It's gonna be a beautiful day when we become mature Christians. And we quit playing little games and little gossip this and gossip that. And you ain't going to tell me what to do, blah, blah. And we just start saying, hey, give me the word. It's good for me. I want it. It'll give me life. Come on, let's love Jesus in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, people that bow up at the word of God man you're like a 60 year old eating cocoa puffs hallelujah I felt something you ain't got it yet it hadn't clicked yet amen I'm tired of living in the death box I'm tired of going through trials and my life spinning out of control. I'm tired of picking up the pieces. I'm tired of losing everything and having to pick myself back up. Hey, when you grow up and you say, hey, I want to live in this box and whatever it takes, I ain't ever going to get out. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Hallelujah. But this flesh, my Lord, it's, a, it's not a new phenomenon. Don't tell me your flesh is different than everybody else's. Because this is what Paul said. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me. I, I got a will to do stuff, right? But how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. Well, this guy's in a mess, just like us. But the evil which I would not, what I don't want to do, He said, that I do. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. He said, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Praise God. But I see another law. And it's in my members. <laughs> it's warring against the law of my mind. And bringing me into captivity. To the law of sin which is in my members. You know what he was saying? If you can't ever get the flesh handled. You're going to end up with a short stay in the gold box. And you're going to end up in the wrong box. Amen. We have got to learn to handle our flesh. Amen. What this is I'm glad they didn't sing long. We have a tendency, a self-righteous tendency. To look at everybody else's problem. Because that's not ours. 
that's theirs. And so I can see their fault and get this cynical spirit about uh, how awful they are and at the same time totally ignore the fact that I'm humanity. I'm just like Paul. I got another law that's warring against my mind. I've got things battling against my mind. I got things battling against my family. Hey man, I got things coming against my people. Hey man, I feel so much Holy Ghost right now. Hey man, I'm just, I'm looking forward to the day. Hey man, instead of putting other people down, we can start lifting people up. Hey man, not hypocritical, but with a loving spirit that says, hey, you can make it. You can do it. We can well possess the land. We're more than conquerors. We're over. Somebody say, I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. Hallelujah. It's this flesh. And if we never get a hold of it, it'll destroy the flesh. If we never mortify the deeds of it, it'll destroy us. Amen. I, I only know one way to do this. If you keep reading over into the 8th chapter of Romans, he said, uh, For now there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ, to them that walk how you're walking tonight, not according to the will of my flesh, but I'm walking according to the will of the Spirit. He's going to have to say in the second verse, for the law of the Spirit hath made me free from the law of sin. Amen. I only know one way to do this. You got to get the Holy Ghost first of all. First and foremost, you got to get the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. You got to be transformed. You got to be renewed. You got to be changed by the Spirit of God. And when you do it, after you get the Holy Ghost, you're going to have to get a prayer life. Because just because you got the Holy Ghost don't mean your flesh laid down and died. All it means is now you got two pit bulls inside of you. You got two of them and they're warring against one another is what the Bible describes. Their enmity against one another. Amen. And I begin to think who's going to win? Who's going to win? My flesh? Or this Holy Spirit that I got inside of me. Uh, who is it that's going to win this battle? And it come to me one time. It, whichever one you feed. If all you do is feed your flesh, uh, you won't have the Holy Ghost five minutes. Uh, and it'll be like a dove and gone. Uh, but if you feed the Spirit, if you, oh, I feel like preaching right now. If you'll start stirring up the gift that's in you, if you'll open up your Bible, tell you what makes what makes one person so powerful in their walk with God, and another person can just barely dragging and they're just struggling and I can simply tell you I, I know who's been eaten hallelujah praise God hallelujah the flesh is screaming feed me what does the flesh want to eat it wants gossip it wants to fulfill itself 
It wants the garbage of the world. It wants to know who's cheating who. It wants to know things. It wants to be entertained. Praise God. Oh, you know, when you figure out, you all tried it. I'm sure y'all tried it. After you get the Holy Ghost, and you're feeling so clean. And sit down, grab that remote, click, and you turn it on, and somebody starts trying to kill somebody, and somebody else is stealing somebody's husband or wife, or and this one's robbing the bank, and this one's, I'm telling you, when you get done, you ain't going to feel like you felt. What happened? You just fed the flesh. When you got the Holy Ghost, you were saying, God, not my will. You remember the promises you made? I want to live for you, God. I've done it my way, and I messed everything up. It's all about you now, God. You lead me. You show me. I promise I'll do whatever. Uh, you were saying, I, I mortify the deeds of this body. Come on, am I telling the truth? Uh, you didn't get the Holy Ghost if you didn't. Uh, you were broken. You, you, want, you wanted God. Now, instead of just the flesh, you got spirit in you. And you got to figure out who I'm going to feed. What am I going to do when I wake up tomorrow? Hallelujah. What am I going to do all day long? Praise God. Sure is quiet in here. And you watch people that just, it's like they, they have to have a crisis to even function. Like if there's no drama, they can't. Function. That's their their amino acids or something. I don't know what it is. And it's like, and it's worked up. And I, and I don't feel myself unless I'm fighting somebody. And, and and you you're feeding your flesh, and you're going to end up in the wrong box. <laughs> Amen. tell you when you start out in this war when you sign up in God's army and you entangleth yourself in the affairs of this world again you know what you need to learn how to hang up you need to learn how to say you know what let's just go ahead and call them and make sure didn't you hear about Jason Man, we seen a car just like his downtown in the middle of the night run around. Had to be him. Let's talk about it a while. You think it was him? Probably so. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if we just said, well, let's call Jason. Praise God. Oh, yeah. Well, it's okay. Oh, I'm out of minutes. It just happened. You're talking about powerful. When people say, you know what? I'm going to find me a place to pray today. I'm going to pray until I get a Holy Ghost breakthrough. And when I go to speaking in tongues and shouting around this place, when I get up out of here, my spirit's going to be satisfied. Amen. I'm going to be growing. And let me tell you, if you will feed the right thing, you won't fall like everybody else. Lift your hands to the Lord together right now. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
judgment there'll be nobody to blame because God's going to say I set them both before you my Lord and then he says this super smart statement choose life the God that hung upon a cross gave his life for you is saying whatever you do choose life choose life I thought about from this point forward God could open the windows of heaven on people I I, I don't know I just when I was praying I, I come back again and prayed again I just I thought I I feel God Wanting to challenge people. People that's been sitting in. I would say way beneath what God wanted them to be. I feel like God wanted to challenge some people tonight. Forgetting the things that are behind us. And reaching forward. My Lord. Come on, somebody needs to get that off of your back. The thing that would keep you down, keep you from getting the breakthrough you need. You need to get it off your back tonight. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. You need to remind, you need to remind the devil of how merciful God is. You need to learn how to say, get thee behind me, Satan. God didn't create me to to be depressed and down and discouraged. God didn't create me to be in the bottom of the barrel. God didn't call me out of a miry clay so I'd get stuck again in it. God didn't forgive me to go get messed up again. Come on, somebody lift your hands to the Lord and open up your mouth. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost wanting to pull somebody out. Come on, let the Holy Ghost. Let it do what it's going to do right now. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray. Come on, somebody's about to choose the right thing. Why don't you move in the Holy Ghost right now? I don't know who I preach to. I know God wants somebody to change. 
Hallelujah. God, let your spirit flow through every person in this room. Spring up a well. Spring on a Come on, there's so much power in this place right now. If somebody would just yield to it. If you would yield to that power. God's going to open doors. Come on, pray, church. God, take this negativity out of me. Come on, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> 